spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Oh, fantastic Tuesday. So, I'm watching this video. Okay, as you do. And I'm screaming. Oh, I like that. Dude, I'm screaming at the passengers on this plane. And I'm like, why are you letting this guy talk? You got to open up a can of you know what. So, did you hear about the story? Uh, it was a United a United Airlines flight. A guy a guy's gone crazy. I'm just going to say. Yeah, he, he stands he's, up. He's lost the plot. He's lost it. Right. He's screaming. He's going to kill everybody. He's he's taking over the plane. Right. He's standing up, and I'm watching this video, and no one's moving. The guy in front of him still has his earbuds on, and I'm like, wait a minute, you're going <laughs> to. Listen, I'm the last guy who wants to get in a fight. If you try and get in a fight with me, I'm going to bite your throat off because that's probably all I need to know. <laughs> that's it. No, I Watch out. Know. He's venomous. <laughs> but but like, when do you when do you decide, OK, this guy is on a flight. He's sitting behind me. He is absolutely crazy. I've got to get some guys here. We got to go. We got to go to work. Let Did me- the crazy not present itself pre-flight? That's a great point. I, I have to wonder this. Like, you know, did the crazy not show up pre-flight with mm. somebody saying, I don't know, this guy seems a little bit off. All right, here it is. Investigators say about 45 minutes before the United Airlines flight from L.A. to Boston landed, Francisco Torres went into a bathroom and broke a metal spoon, turning it into a weapon, then went to an emergency exit and tried opening the door, which can't be opened mid-flight. In a confrontation with flight attendants, authorities say Torres attempted to stop Stab one of them in the neck three times, but luckily it only hit that flight attendant's shirt collar and tie. All right. Now, if you watch the actual video and listen to it, yeah. he's standing up in the plane. He, More people are filming it right. than trying to stop it. So listen closely. This is what he's saying. So where's the whole security with the gun? Because I'm waiting for them to point the gun at me so I can show everybody that I won't die when I take every bullet in that clip to wherever in my body they shoot it. Okay, so if you couldn't hear everything, yeah, it is sexist, by the way. Okay, so when a guy does that on a plane, stands up where his seat is and says, you know, I'm going to take every bullet from the whatever, and then I'm going to kill everybody on this plane. Okay, I'm the first one to say, I don't I don't know how I would react, but I'm going to Monday morning quarterback this thing. If I'm a few seats back, I swear. If I'm a few seats back, I'm asking a couple people around me, are you ready to go? I'm sorry, but I think you have to. I wouldn't let this guy even walk down the aisle. No. He walked down the whole aisle. Everybody let him go. So where's the guy that would just stand up and just knock him out and then go yeah. back to doing whatever they were doing? Yeah. Because we have this this thing in our nature, and, and it's been talked about before. We have a chance to pile on somebody. Because eventually, some people took him down. Eventually. Everybody decided we're going to get in. You know, I'm going to walk by, go to the bathroom, kick him in the head. Right. You know? Okay, so, so let's go just back a little bit. You're watching him scream this stuff on a plane. All right, I'll be the first one. Now I'm scared. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I'm freaked out. This guy is off his rocker. I don't know what his deal is, and I wish he wasn't on this plane, but what are we going to do? So you you either freeze, ignore, hope somebody else does something, or you do something. Yeah. So, again, if you really do think about it, and you don't have a chance to think when you're in the middle of this whole thing, you know, 
there, there are way more people to take this, this guy down. If you no. don't want this guy to do something, you take him right yeah. down. Unless you, got you 10 guys have take a him bomb down. Right. that you snuck on the plane, right. Right. nobody's ever going to get to it. He could never open the door. Right. right. Nobody's opening the door no. mid-flight no. with the pressure it has on it. It isn't happening. But nobody did anything. But nobody did anything. Nobody did anything. Nobody got up. Nobody stood up. Nobody said anything. They let him go in this tirade. Everybody was too busy filming it. Yeah, and people were still in their seats ignoring they were they were trying to ignore it. So do we just give them a pass to say, "Hey, if I was in that situation, I, I don't want to deal with this guy." I I totally get that. I would be like, "Okay, guys, here's the deal. I'm going to hit him and attack him, and then beat the crap out of him, and then you guys pile on top of him. We're going to fight him, and then we're all going to get free flights to wherever we want to go, and people right. are going to think we're heroes." Okay, let's go down that road. Do you get people around you if you're ten rows back, and this guy is not even looking at you? You're ten rows back. Do you do you look for a couple of uh, a couple of uh, you know some people that have bigger muscles than I do no, and say listen I'm, let's go I'm going you can't go alone why not well I wouldn't go alone well no you wouldn't but I would you would go alone yeah especially if I had my family with me I'm not going to stand there and let some dude try to do something with my family around but I think you, you're better off with numbers but I think the thing is once you start to go yeah. and somebody makes that first step everybody then, else is going to go okay fine on. yeah yeah you know but I just I know what kind of, I I can't put it this way I can't imagine. What that would feel like on a plane with a guy saying this kind of crazy And he's stuff. got a weird weapon, and he's saying he wants to get shot. So automatically that is like, oh, this guy's nuts. Right. He, what he's looking for is suicide by cop, but in the air. Maybe. But the people in front of him, they still have their, their earbuds yeah, that's in. The weird thing. They're not doing a thing. So they're ignoring. And I'm just like, it's one of those things like, don't look at me. I don't want him to look at me. Don't make him look at me. Oh, was it one of those? Well, I think it was. But if this guy is in back of you and he's screaming this stuff, do you just sit there? Are you paralyzed? Are you paralyzed Some by... people probably maybe, would be. Maybe. Absolutely. Maybe. But also, you get a free shot. <laughs> you know well, I mean? And we love it. We, and when we have a chance as human beings to pile on... Yeah somebody we will and well, that's whether it's pylong you know the 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 twitter mob and or people yeah if we have a chance we will but somebody had to make that first step and i think once somebody makes the first step i think then right other people will go but it's, nobody wants to make that first step so take it out of the realm of uh the uh the plane somebody's doing this in a restaurant I or think you're going to get a lot more people. I think yeah. the plane scares people. Yeah, because it's it so should. tight. It's so tight, you know, yeah. and I can't no, do my ninja moves. You're in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the, the other thing. thing is, you know, yeah, <laughs> does this guy have a bomb? Obviously, you could tell right away, though. He was, I felt like when I watched it this morning, that guy wants, he wants suicide by cop. He's looking for suicide by, he, he wants, wants the, somebody to take him down. That's it. All right. You know, well, he's asking to be more. shot. L- listen a little bit more. Uh, so we've got a guy on a United flight. Uh, and he's just telling everybody he's going to kill everybody on the plane. No one's really moving. He's got uh, he's got a weird weapon. So where are they? Where's- so I think he's saying where are the like the mar- he, he wants the air marshal the air marshal right homeland security homeland pull the gun pull the gun where are they? See, I think the problem I have with this is they let it go too long because there's two there's two more minutes of this stuff, and I know two more two minutes. It's not two minutes is a long time to let a guy scream. Uh, like oh this. yeah, I mean this is like if it went like that, but he tried to the minute he went for uh, and tried to stab like because you might not you got your earbuds on you're watching something you might what what's going on like if you're way in the back and if it's in the front or vice versa you might not know what the hell's going on. Right, I'm taking my but ba- everybody around did. Yeah, everybody did. You're not gonna try. You're not gonna try and stop me. Why are you scared? 
So, you know, he's he's almost goading people into come and get me. Yeah. And I'm thinking like and that's I'm, what he well, that, you could tell that's what he wanted. Yeah, I want to take my bag of nickels and whack the guy in the head. <laughs> that's right. I forgot you're a bag of nickel guy. Right? Remember, you can't travel across straight oh, lines with some of those bag of nickels. That. Otherwise, you're in trouble. Yeah. Again, I don't know what I would have done. Something that happened so out of the blue, so crazy. But they, but he just went on and on and on and then got halfway down the aisle and then people like got Like he up. had a full monologue. Yeah. Like he was an actor. Let me tell you why I'm here. Yeah. You know, and you've got to like, help the flight attendants, yeah. man. Somebody's got to get up. Yeah. And nobody got up. And apparently no air marshal. No air marshal. Man, the air marshal, he had a free shot too. Oh, totally. It's scary. It's scary that that guy was let on a plane. And, that's uh, that's the other thing is, did we not recognize unstable and crazy before maybe they not. entered? Maybe not. What's that guy last week that tried to blow up the plane with fireworks and stuff? And and <laughs> that guy was an idiot. Oh, gosh. Right. Did you see? I mean, that guy, that guy, he put it in his bag and then they called him once they found it to security for a security check. And then he took off running. It's amazing. But. You know, mentally unstable. And uh, just to let you know, he this guy here, I think he faces life in prison. Good. So my question at the start of this, how long do you wait till you take a crazy guy down on a plane? They gave him a lot of time, and he was talking and talking and screaming and doing that. And then finally he made his move, and then everybody took him down. Maybe you wait for him to make his move, or maybe you like, maybe you don't say a word, and you're like, I hope he sits down. I hope he just shuts up. Maybe he'll just sit down. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, the uh, minute everybody found out they were having to make a detour to some place like Fresno, you're like, okay, we're kicking. All right, his ass. we're kicking his rear end. <laughs> Coming up next, it's a horrible story. Mexico, two Americans dead, two injured. Uh, why did a mom of five risk her life to go there for a tummy tuck? It's a Gatos and Chad show. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, KTAR.com, right side of the page, Gatos Big Q. Uh, with the kidnapping of four Americans in Mexico, do you feel it's still safe to travel there? Yes, no, depends which part of Mexico you are visiting. All right, so we talked about the part of Mexico that these four folks went to, and two are dead. Yep. Uh Authorities have compared Matamoros, Mexico, to Afghanistan and North Korea in terms of danger. It always depends on where you go. It always depends on which part of Mexico you're visiting. If you want to go to another country, it always depends on what part of that country you're going to. Listen, we were in Greece a couple years ago. We We were told, hey, listen, don't go over there, over there, or over there. Okay. Hey, those places you go in Italy, they'll tell you when you're traveling on the roads, watch out for pirates because they will chase you down right. and they'll go after, uh, you know, people that deem tourists where they know they can rob you and stuff. Right. But how about parts of New Orleans that we talked about? Yeah. I love New Orleans. I'm headed there later this year. Guess what? You know, you do a little due diligence and you check out where you're going, where you shouldn't go. I remember the last time I was in New Orleans, or maybe it was the first time I was in New Orleans, we were taking a cab or, you know, Uber from the airport all the way, you know, to the uh, to, to the hotel. And we were just talking to the cabbie and he's like, he's like uh, yeah, listen, uh, if you're going over here, you're going over there, uh, even though it's close to your hotel, take a cab. Yeah. See, you ask people, you talk to people, you do a little research and you're like, wait a minute. That place is a 10-minute walk from our hotel. Why am I taking a cab? Because the person who lives there told me to. 
So I'm going to do that. Yeah. The person who knows best told you to. And you go online and they know best. And what does it say? Get away from this place. Don't come over here. Don't go anywhere near this place. It is bad. But they made a choice. And that choice, one person in particular, was obviously the price. The price was right. Tummy tuck. Uh, I think they were, you know, because the, it, and I think I said you guys, I mean, we'll go over a little bit later, the difference between what you would pay here in America comparatively to what you would pay in Mexico and a few other places and how much cheaper it is for certain things. Right. Uh, but is, is it, it worth that? Is it safer? Yeah. Is no. it safer? No, it's not. No, no, no. Not in some places it isn't. So I, I, I mean, mean, I look at this situation, I'm like, that's, they're two dead people. That was completely avoidable. That was completely 100% avoidable. It's you're not for a tummy tuck. You're not dying of something where you need care and you need to go to Mexico. $4,500 is what they probably would have charged her, maybe a little bit less for the tummy tuck. And if she wanted to do liposuction, the whole thing might have cost her eight or 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you, you know. And, and put your life on the line for that. You put and your three life other on people the in the car. Mm-hmm. And two and, people have lost their lives. One person's injured. And. You have five kids? Like if you, yeah, you got five kids. You have five kids. I don't know, man. Do you think they knew that, that it was that it was this dangerous? I, I got to believe that they, they didn't probably know. didn't believe the hype. They probably didn't understand it. We live next to the border. We understand what's on the other side of the border. We but understand Chad, if you don't understand it. Don't you go with it's too dangerous. I don't understand it. I, I'm look we talked about it earlier. I Googled. I googled it. It's basically it's basically telling you don't even look at that. Don't even yeah. go near it. Yeah. But the people that are in other places of the country who don't live by the 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 border, they don't quite understand what it's like. Have you seen the movie Sicario? No. It's a brilliant movie, but there's a portion of it where they're across from, they're in uh, El Paso, and they're across from Ciudad Juarez, and one of the guys takes uh, uh, the lady up there, Emily Blunt, and he goes, look out over there, and they show it, and it looks like it's fireworks, and he goes, that's a gun battle. That happens every night. Wow. And it's one of those things where if you don't understand what the other side is, and you think, well, it's all hype, it's not real, they're being overly cautious, that's what they do, if you don't get it, because you're just, you're, and it's not going to happen to me attitude. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. And they were, it was a mistaken identity. They thought they were a Haitian gang. Right. A drug dealers. Right. Right. It was avoidable. You just don't go. Yeah. And don't under, go. these cartels, and we've talked about it, and it goes all the way back to the likes of Pablo Escobar. If there's one person they want, and there's 100 people in the building, they'll blow the building up. They got the person they wanted, and then they send a message to everybody else. All right, coming up next, holding up the headlines, Becky Lynn will read the news at 3.30. We will interrupt. Yes, she's very good at it. We're going to uh, interrupt, react to the day's top stories, and uh, there's going to be snark. Very much so. We control the weather, Becky, so let's make this thing good. Next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. Time for us, Gatos and Chad, to hold up the headlines. 
All right, Becky Lynn, give us some headlines. All right. We have a tragic update to the story of the four Americans who were kidnapped after crossing the border into Matamoros, Mexico, where the State Department has issued a do-not-travel advisory. Two of the four Americans kidnapped are dead. One is injured and another is alive. The governor of Tamaulipas confirming this over the phone as Mexico's president, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, addressed reporters and added one person has been detained. He also expressed condolences for the victims. And he stressed his government is working to guarantee peace and security in Mexico. Rizal Dacetino, KTAR News. The two Americans who survived are back in the U.S. The bodies of the two killed are still in Mexico. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Uh, it's tragedy. It's uh, it's horrific. Uh, I think everybody's mourning these deaths, uh, but it was avoidable if you do just a little bit of research. And I, I got to be honest, this woman did research on getting a tummy tuck. Yep. Okay. So why not get re- why not do research on where you're going to get it? You know, it sounds to me like okay, she found a good price for a tummy tuck. Did you also know that you're going through a city that has been compared to places like Afghanistan and North Korea? Look it up. Yeah. That's how dangerous Metamoris is. Because, I'm telling you, they thought, oh, it's all talk. It's all hype. They're just warning us. It can't be that bad. It's on None a list those things. with North Korea and Afghanistan. I know. But people have this hubris where they think it's not going to happen to me, and they're just making it seem much worse than it really is. We're holding up the headlines. Well, now you may be questioning just how safe you'll be on your next international trip. The FBI is warning of increased dangers of international travel, including theft and kidnapping. And even spots like Rocky Point have a please reconsider travel advisory. Brooke Brennan with FBI Phoenix says you should always check these advisories before your trip and exercise caution when outside the country. Avoid traveling after dark and avoid being flashy, right? Don't carry lots of money with you. Don't brag about what you have here. That kind of makes you an easy target. Brennan urges you to let your family know where you are, where you're staying, and when to expect to hear from you again. Colton Krulak, KTAR News. Well, the FBI is right. You you shouldn't be throwing around. Well, here, look at this. I've got a thousand dollars, and I'm on the side of a of you know a, a sidewalk in Mexico. But I'll tell you right now, I just got back from Rocky Point on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I go to Rocky Point all the time. Rocky Point is a sleepy fisherman town. And by the way, just because something happened in Metamoros, Mexico, now I can't go to Rocky Point. Well, That's you can. insane. They just say, and here's uh, how much of this though is. Spring break's coming up. Uh-huh. They want people to be extra careful, so they're having people reconsider maybe going down there, Why? especially young kids. It's 13. It, I just We looked this up. Uh, Metamoros, if you were to go from Metamoros, Mexico, which is one of the most dangerous places on the planet, apparently, or Rocky Point, it's 1,358 miles away. It'll take you 22 hours if it's a straight line and you go on, on actual roads. If you go on a, so, so we're talking about Rocky Point and Metamoros, Mexico. They're not even in the same. But you're also putting a close. message to the Mexican government. You guys depend on our tourist dollars in so many ways. You think that's what this uh, is about? I think it's a lot of things. Because kids are stupid and they get themselves in dumb situations. We know they're college kids. And the other side of it is, if this is the way you guys are going to be and you can't keep tourists safe, our American citizens, then maybe, just maybe, it's better that we don't have people come over there mm-hmm. and do everything to dissuade them from doing that. That takes away dollars. you got to start making decisions. All right, we're holding up the headlines. An Arizona ran- 
rancher has pleaded not guilty for the fatal shooting of a Mexican man on his land near the southern border. George Allen Kelly is accused of the second-degree murder of Gabriel Cuen Butmea, who was unarmed as well as aggravated assault after he shot at a group of migrants in January. The trial is set for September 6th. Yeah, I know that uh, Mexico wanted to push for, uh, uh, I think, uh, a higher uh you know, like first degree murder. There was a push. I don't know the full story of this guy. He said he felt threatened and people look, people wandering across your your property. You you know, who knows what happens? You may get extra jumpy uh, in saying that uh, this is all going to come out in the trial and it's going to become. Unfortunately, it's going to end up being politicized uh, in ways that I think is both sides are going to try to use as as you know, look, this is uh, Americans hate, uh, you know, uh, brown people and and everybody's going to go. Everybody here that's coming across the border should be it, – it's it's frustrating, but it's going to be politicized. And, and this guy, I don't know the full story, but he felt he was threatened. But we've had, we've had guests on that have said migrants that are crossing the border, crossing these ranches, there have been some people who have had to go out and get um, armed guards yeah. for their house. People have showed up at their house and in people their, are in their homes. In their kitchen. Yeah. Or they defecate on their lawn. Yeah. So, again, I'm with you. I don't know what happened in this situation. I have no idea. But I do know that, you know, when people do cross your property and they do it all the time, it gets scary. It could get scary because it only takes one moment for you not to be here. We're holding up the headlines. We're very traumatized right now. A property deal could evict several mobile home communities in Phoenix by the end of May. At a Phoenix City Council meeting last night, Perry Winkle resident Alondra Ruiz says if the city doesn't step in, she's going to be among those left out on the street. I myself have never experienced so much anxiety like I'm experiencing now. Arizona offers up to $12,000 to relocate the mobile homes, but most of them only qualify for about a quarter of that money. So let me try and understand this. Are they renting the mobile homes? there that's what i believe that's what it sounds they like might, it sounds to me like they're leasing the land okay oh oh and so they own their mobile own home and so yeah wait so. so they own their mobile home but they have to move it somewhere and apparently there's not enough money to move it okay well, um i have you know the how everything rental is going up apparently that is going up as well okay because i thought they were renting a mobile home they're getting kicked out, and then obviously you don't know where you're going to live. But if you already have a mobile home, you can move it somewhere. If I just don't know where you move it. You move it to another mobile and home, and then you're park. going, and then you're going to pay. But you have to. You may right. not be able to afford the okay. the rent. Nope, there. that's it's a scary. That's scary. Yeah. It is scary. I mean, I listen to that woman's voice. She's she's a lot of anxiety. I, I don't blame her. It's a very sad story. And apparently, the property deal involves Grand Canyon University expanding their um, dorms. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're holding up the headlines. Federal government suing to stop JetBlue's merger of budget carrier Spirit Airlines. Attorney General Merrick Garland says Spirit's executives have acknowledged harm. The board of directors further warned, quote, a court will be very concerned that a JetBlue Spirit combination will result in a higher cost, higher fare airline that would eliminate a lower cost, lower fare airline and remove about half of the ultra low cost capacity in the United States. Garland says the merger would violate antitrust laws. JetBlue argues consumers will have more affordable flight routes. 
Uh, you know, this is it's one of those things where I want competition. I like it. Uh, uh, they're you're going to get these. They'll they'll come to some sort of of. Uh, I doubt they're going to shoot this thing down. But this is what they do. They're going to say, "Look, you're you're cutting down competition," and they're saying, "No, we're buying more airline routes and routes," and that's what happens. Uh, so we'll see because you don't actually get a fly wherever you want to fly. You have to buy. You have to lease those routes. You know, and lease the 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 runway essentially to mm. to land in these places. So uh, they're just trying to buy into more places. And let's spare an airlines, for God's sakes. Mm. All right. That'll do it for holding up the headlines every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads. Uh, you and I, we we just, we, what do we, we mouth off. That's right. That's Shark. We, yeah. Uh, give, you, give you our we opinion. We add a little salt and pepper to it. And <laughs> taste stories. It's all brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties. Higherprice.com. Up next, um, would you live on a cruise ship for uh, three glorious years? And how much would that cost you next? The Gators and Chad Show, Afternoons. Hello. Uh, Exciting and new. Uh, Jack White, come aboard. They're expecting you, from what I understand. We're expecting you. The love boat. All right. Hey, would you like to live on a cruise ship for three glorious years? So... I found this article, and it's like, uh, all right, so, you know, people who are retired and they've got money, and they're like, so what should we do? Uh, you can live on a cruise ship for $30,000 per year. Oh, bummer. Yeah, why is it a bummer? Because I thought for a moment we were going to have a chance to live on the... Uh, uh, the the love boat? No, no, oh, no. Okay. What's his name? Uh, the uh, Bezos, his new boat. Oh. Uh, that launched the other day. I didn't see it. Yeah. Is it a cruise ship? It is 412 feet long okay. with a 250-foot support <laughs> ship that goes with it because it carries the helicopter, the cars, the boats, the submarine. Goodness gracious. Costs $25 million. Oh. 40 people have to operate it, but only 18 like suites there for people to, to visit on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. If I'd live on that. I would live on that tomorrow. Can we do our show from there? I think we probably he could figure it out. Do you remember when they the big the big uh, craziness about it when they said they were going to have to take a bridge apart in oh, Holland yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they decided we're going to have to move it somewhere else? We got to take the a mast bridge on. apart because the because the boat is so big. Yeah. Uh, so I thought this was interesting. It's like all right, you're in retirement, you want to travel. How many places can you see? Um, they promised this company. To, let's see, 375 ports around the world. You'll visit 135 countries, all seven continents. The ship will cover more than, uh, and I said ship, by the way. I want everybody to know. Uh, 130,000 miles over three years. I'd do that. If you had the money, would you do it? So you're at at sea for three three years. Okay. When's the last time you took a cruise? Well, it's been a couple of years. Okay. I like cruises. I do, too. Um, but you're at sea, but you're also... You're stopping everywhere. You're stopping. And you're not... Uh, you're also not uh, being held captive, right? Like, if something well, happens, you can, the- <laughs> you, can, you can get off at a port and fly somewhere right. if something happens. And your family can go visit you and, and stuff like that. Uh, here's why I would do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. When you're on this ship, you get... All the medical appointments you want, no matter what. There you go. Oh, my gosh. I would have a doctor, like, on call for me. 
I've got a headache, and I'm worried that it's something bad. Oh, gosh. And then we're going to have to get that phone call that then, somebody disappeared over, uh, no. uh, was thrown overboard. Oh, no. Remember I told you last week I got shingles for the second time yeah. in three years. But but I'm still at work because I'm a very tough oh, human being. because you play injured. I play injured, man. If I got if I if I got like a red mark, I could go in there and say, "What is this?" And he puts me on all kinds of. And he's like, "You were out in the sun too long. I need to put tanning stuff there, and you got a little I burnt. Oh Get my over gosh. it." But you know how cool that would be. I think it'd be fun. You see the world, yeah. At thirty thousand dollars, here's not a lot of money though for three. Is it thirty thousand a year? Even if it's thirty thousand a year, yeah. Like if your rent's twenty five hundred bucks a month, that's thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. I'm glad you did the math because I was trying to think about so that. So you're enjoying yourself and you're on the high seas. Where are you going tomorrow? We're going to be in Greece. Yeah. We're going to go to Australia. Then we're going to go to, you know, wherever. Think of all the uh, the uh, the great stuff you get. You get all the pools. You get the hot tub. They got a spa there. It's probably included. This Free is where doctor. being a digital nomad would be cool. A digital nomad. They have remote working facilities. Yeah. So... So much better than the last time, like a long time ago when I took a cruise and they had internet for like the first time. Man, that thing. It was worse than that. You see the little thing, little, the cranking it up. Nowadays, I mean, you know, it's my, my, uh, the guy that is like the consultant for my national show, he and I were talking about it three weeks ago. He was on like a three week cruise. And he he would he goes yeah I'm still working at night and doing phone calls and I'm yeah. talking to people and we're doing and he goes the internet's great. Uh, you can go to Japan, South Korea, China. You'd like to go to China. China, they love me. They love you there. They do uh, like that guy. It'll he's cool. it'll loop uh, Australia, New Zealand. Um, I'd like to do Australia. Get I there. That'd be better than taking a taking a flight over there. That's the worst flight there is, apparently, yeah, from what yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's, it's, That's like 20 18, hours. 18 hours, 18, 20 hours. Yeah. You get, get, hey, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst uh, thing ever. The trip includes uh, alcohol at dinner. Oh. Well. Uh, soft drinks, juice, tea, coffee all day, laundry, housekeeping. All the meals are included. Plus, you get to know the staff. You get to hang out with them. You know, you get to, it's it's cool. And think about all the unique people you're going to meet along the way. Small room, man. So you're not really in the room a lot. Small room. You're outside enjoying the beauties of the world that you're floating around on. It's a really small room. You're only going in there to sleep and you get out of you. you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'd still rather do uh, Jeff Bezos. I just want to, I'll do the little shift that's 250 feet. You lost right? me. You, you lost me. It's about chicka wow right? There's no need to do that. Right? Bow chicka wow All right, These enough. boats rocking. Don't come and knock it. Becky Lynn, <laughs> help me. Y'all are both beyond help. Trust me. I'll just go to commercial. 